0: Hello and welcome to another of my comedians' interviews for my blog, A Rich Comic Life. My name is Richard Gill and my blog describes my experiences of watching over 800 comedians and counting over the last 45 years. I'm delighted to welcome my guest today, Mr. Brendan O'Donoghue. Yes! Yes! Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hello, mate. How are you? Mm -hmm. I'm fine, Richard. How are you? Nice, nice to see you. I'm all right, mate. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, am just enjoying my online comedy. It's a, sh- it's a shame we can't um, see you compare like you magically do. It's such a shame, <laughs> but it will be back. It will be back. Well, thank, thank you, indeed. thank you so much for doing this. Uh, it's going to be an interview about your comedy career, yeah. and uh, um, uh, uh, it's going to last about an hour. And okay. um, uh, we're going to go right back to the start. Um, yeah. How did you get into comedy? Um, how did you become a comedian? Did you? Did you? Were you brought up on comedy as a child? Did what was your first gig that you saw? How did you get into it, and why did you want to do it?
1: I'm, I suppose it's really uh, with me in comedy, and you know, I'm from Ireland. I'm from Cork in Ireland. Okay. I mean, humor um, and, and making people laugh for me is like hugely important. It's yeah. very therapeutic for people to laugh, you know. It, it is. It's 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 great. Yeah. But look, I grew up in Ireland, and um, I've always been, you know, I've always like enjoyed people. I've always like having the crack, as we say. You know what I mean? You have to have the crack. There's no point in doing things unless you're having the crack. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and it's true. And it's like some people undervalue that in terms of like I'm I'm not just talking about you know in, on stage, but in life and things. It's, you know, if you're good humoured and things, it's it's it, you you seem to get on and do things a lot better. But look. How I got into comedy, I mean, um, like anybody, I've always been quite creative. I've always enjoyed writing. Yeah. I used to play, I played drums in the bands and things. Wow. And, yeah, yeah, and and and, and uh, um, I just find that with, with with how I got into comedy, really, was when I was a kid. Yeah, I used to I, I used to enjoy comedy. I wasn't particularly what you say, an out-and-out out avid fan of comedy, but I've always liked watching, like, the occasional clips in Ireland back in the 70s and things, you know? We had black-and-white TV. I remember rushing home to see um, um Sesame Street in colour
0: on the oh, big old man. street.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you big remember there was two things you could watch in colour. One was cricket, for some reason. I don't know why. And the, and the other was Sesame Street. <laughs> So you'd run home from school. You watch Sesame Street and things. So, so what I'm saying is that the um, the amount of exposure we had to comedy in, back back in the 70s, and Ireland was extremely limited, you know. Um, yeah. And and then through the 80s, you know, comedy became more kind of uh, what we say fashionable. A lot more it was like yeah, being seen, yeah. what have you. And but uh, you know, people were always saying to me, you know, oh, you know, you're great fun and all that. Would you ever think of like doing comedy and things? And I was like, no, I, don't, I don't know, you know, because we all know you can be funny. Um, uh, you know, in the bar. But when your name's called and you're on yeah. the stage and those lights are shining in your eyes, is it different? Yeah, oh God, you yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. Absolutely. And you go yeah. north of a microphone. It's a different hat. It's a, it's a, it's a different art form. You know. Yeah. And um. So what happened with me was that yeah, I played playing in bands and things like that. And then about 12 years ago. You know, I've not been like um, some people look at me and think, "Oh Christ, you must have been in comedy since the flood. You must have been doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you must have been doing it since the Marx Brothers." So. <laughs> Do <Don't, laughs> you know? I wouldn't so, say that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I, I came to comedy relatively, uh, you know, late, should we say? Yeah. Well, um, what really brought me into it is that. Um, after I did the band thing then I got more into writing and I did script writing film script writing right and uh, you know I was writing scripts and things which is a real discipline you know script writing is different to writing novels and things because with, with script writing it's very very exact and precise and it's you know but I had to write I was writing a piece about a guy who was telling jokes and I was writing the jokes and I was thinking actually you know something I think this could kind of be up my street I like it you know? <laughs> so um <laughs> I I then went along to the Cavendish Arms as we know all the acts that have started there and uh, (laughs) that's where I first saw you yeah there you go you know and and, and a great great platform for me because you know uh, so I went there and I remember it was in September 2009 and I remember the material I did. and I always remember this you know you know one thing I always say to people when you're going to do your first gig always record it okay I never recorded mine okay (laughs) <laughs> no matter you could, you could speak to the top comedians now the most professional comedians <laughs> and you ask any one of them can you recall your first gig bang just like that they'll tell you where it was how it went and everything That you know, ask them gig number five and they'll be like hmm not too sure but you'll recall the first one you know because I remember for me personally I remember doing the gig and you know you get called up onto the stage and yeah, yeah. the first thing the first thing that hit me was the lights. I was thinking, Jesus, I can't see anybody. <laughs> it's like it was like close encounters, and I'm like, I'm gonna get sucked up. <laughs> and then you have the pressure that you know out there beyond this blinding light is this sea of heads, yeah, waiting to, to say something funny, you know. Yeah. And I always remember too. I was just thinking about it this morning. The only person I could see was a woman that she looked like she really wanted to go to the toilet. That's all I can do, okay? Because she was sitting like, like that kind of, and she was the only person I could see, all right? So it became this kind of like, Jesus, I thought, this is really fucking hard. This <laughs> is <laughs> not easy. This is not easy because you've got all these kind of things you've mocked up yourself, you know, about, you know, and, and so anyway, I remember I did the game. And I did the the first two minutes. I remember I was doing material about what did they do about well, the Terminator. Right. I, I was talking about the fact that the Terminator turned up in a car park naked. Okay. Right. But, it's, <laughs> it's <there. laughs> but, but but he had an Austrian accent. And I was thinking, How the fuck does he have an Austrian accent? <laughs> come from space and he's naked on a car park he's got an <laughs> well he's army <Arnie>, isn't he <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and if you were i was just thinking if you're trying to pitch that movie to somebody yeah 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 it'd be very very hard to do <laughs> and, you know, we've got a terminator like a blood curdling murderer who's, you know, he starts naked on the car park no. <laughs> We were all probably ended up in a car park naked some uh, you know. <laughs> <they'd have come laughs> yeah. With, just just passing the
0: rights. Just before we go any further, Brendan, can I ask you just to move your le- yeah. your right. Just a bit more. Yeah. Keep going, keep going. There we are. Yeah. You're in the middle now. That's great. That's great. Mm-hmm. You were you're at the side mm-hmm. before. Sorry, mate. Um so, uh let's move on from that. Can you describe yeah. your first gig? Can you
1: remember your first gig, what year it was? How are you feeling? Yeah, well, it was like that, that gig I was doing in the Cavendish. And I mean, of course, what happens in your first gig, it's a blur. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, the first thing you learn when you go out on stage is, is is the lights, you know? And I said I had that woman sitting and the only person I could see. But I was great for, for two and a half minutes, okay? I was running fantastic. <laughs> what happened to me, Richard? I'll tell you, when I got to two and a half minutes, it was like, fuck me. Everything... <laughs> I've never thought of a funny thought in my life. It just kind of drained <laughs> out of me. And I was like, it's gone. I don't know, what am I doing? <laughs> you know, but it, 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 you have to do five. Yeah. And I always use, use the analogy for me personally. It was a bit like, you know, when you go to the Olympics and you see, say, some guy from a, a relatively unknown com- country.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's 200 meters. And he comes out of the blocks. And the first 200 meters, you're thinking to yourself, Jesus, this guy is fucking murdering it. They're all <laughs> mine behind <them. laughs> That was me. I got to, I got to corner number two and realised that another four to go, you know. <laughs> um, but, you know, look, um, that was my first gig. And what, year, say, what year was that? That was in 2009. 2009, September, right. Yeah, September 2009. And, um, it was in the Cavendish Arms. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was... That was the experience and once I got up and done it, and a few people laughed at points, you know, I thought, yeah, you know, You were away. I,
0: I, I started going there something like 2011, 2012, something like that. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, it was the first point for me when um, folk invited me along who were comics and I was like the audience member, they have to take yeah. one along with them, don't they? And yeah, uh, yeah. Li- little did they know how loud my laugh was. I think <laughs> <laughs> that, thank I'm God, always... is a trademark.
1: <laughs> Listen, when you come to birdies and things, I said, like the king oh, of laugh. Yeah, and if, you just fill the room. And well, it's you're, well, like you're very
0: kind. It, it's because I'm enjoying myself so much with all the acts. Sure. When, when you, you when you find an act that is amazing there's nothing but joy for it and 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 it's just wonderful to watch and with you comparing and doing your spiel <laughs> your jokes it's 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 an added bonus it really is um how did you get involved with birdies how did you um uh, get involved comparing it Were you always compare there
1: uh, no, no, no. What, what happened um, back in about... I'll always remember my first comparing gig was in um, 2010, I think, the night of the student riots. I remember that. Because it was... Right. A, it was a, <laughs> in, in, in the afternoon, I went to the... Uh, I, I got invited to this Oxford-Cambridge um, um, varsity match.
0: Right.
1: And I couldn't... That was a real experience. It wasn't a loose bowl in the whole of Twickenham. It was absolutely... It was a streaker, which made the whole event. You know what I mean? <laughs> in the middle in December, was freezing. Sure enough, some guy appeared... Oh, what, I, my <laughs> first gig was that night, I remember uh, Sean Brightman left me. There was a little pub; I can't remember the name. That was off Leicester Square, uh, 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 Malgar Square. Sorry, it was up by the theatre. It was a theatre right alongside it. Right. And it was upstairs. I that was my first MC gig, and, and that went well. And then what happened was that um, after that, I got I did a number a number of times. I MC'd the Cavendish Arms, um, mm-hmm. which is that the, the gig in Stockwell for, yeah, for yeah, like, yeah. And I really enjoyed doing that. But then Jimmy Bird, who you know well. Uh, and he's going to come man, on this. The only man I know with a comedy night named after him, but you know, I'm not saying anything, you know. <laughs> it's but great, uh, isn't it? He, he
0: he 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 was no fool when he christened that comedy night, was he? <laughs> he's, got,
1: he's got a great, got a great, a great, he's uh, got a great ringable. But we were doing the 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 post, the blue posts. Do yeah you remember yeah. Juice coming on to it? It was yeah. like a, yeah, a, yeah, a yeah.
0: That's when I first caught it. Yeah, that's that's just off Piccadilly, isn't it?
1: Yeah, 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 we had that small Macapelo gig upstairs. It was no, you know, we, and we used to get there and we did a great little room. That yeah. closed down, turned to flats. But what was happening is Jimmy, Jimmy would emcee um, see it now and again, but he wasn't that he, he wasn't that enamoured with emceeing seeing it, you know. So he asked me what I do, it? and I said yeah, and I just you know kind of fell into it, and then after a while, I just we we went down to uh, to Brixton for a while, and the big room down in Brixton it must the big pub they have down there that does the comedy. I can't I can't tell you about the names. I must be getting old. Oh, what's it called? Big, big. big, big, big I was one the big bronze chandelier. I know,
0: the, I know exactly where you are. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but it, we, we went there. There's a little for... garden outside that you can sit out in the summer. I can't, I can't, I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, yeah. it's in Brixton, the pub.
1: Yeah, but the big. We were there for a while, and I, we were seeing that. But then, when we moved to what I call our spiritual home, the Savoy Top, which uh, apparently is a male sheep top, which is. A <laughs>
0: It's T U P, isn't it? Band. I I always thought it was tap, but it's tub.
1: It was tub, and they changed it to tap. Oh, way, right. uh, oh well, exactly. So you had a, I don't know what kind of customers they were hoping to attract would made a shape, but another question. <laughs> <phenomenal. laughs> but it um, is
0: it, it is the perfect room for you there. It really is. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because what I love what I love about birdies in particular is the whole idea behind birdies is that. Uh, um, you know, when you go to Birdie's, right, it's friendly, friendly atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. What we wanted is like, you're doing comedy, and you know, people are great at home, as I said, we're all brilliant at the curtains, you know, but it's, as far as you can't take the curtains to your gig, right, but, uh, as I say, but, uh, when you go to Birdie's, okay, it's all just about relaxing, friendly, and just get to, what I like about it is this, is, it's the essence of what comedy should be about. Exactly, mate. <laughs> exactly. Fun. Here, here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because, it, I, I can understand when you do the bigger gigs, you know, they they are all time constrained and everything, and it's all very can be quite regimental. Mm. But what I like to think about birdies is that it's you're a new act and you can develop, or you're an existing act and you can just, you know, um, enhance your material. I like seeing people develop. you know. you yeah, and, to the, the you
0: and me both. My my blog um, is an enthuse. It's a it's a celebration of comedians and my experiences watching them Um, uh, and I I love to go and watch a comedian develop, to start off in a little tiny pub and and, and, and see how far he can go, I mean I have so many stories in my blog but one that comes to mind is Harry Hill, I I first saw him 30 years ago downstairs at the King's Head and he Mm. was late for the show so he brushed past me climbed up onto the stage and said ladies and gentlemen i'm really sorry i'm late i had to have a testicle brought down and there was a there was a laugh and a pause and then he said and then he said from Derby." (laughs) and to this day it's the greatest opening line when i met him i told him and he went oh yeah yeah i still use that but but, but there's so many um, comedians. I've been very very lucky to have to have been able to go, and I love going to see new comics and new materials. These mm. these night, these uh, nights in pubs, these free showcases, mm. are wonderful. Yeah. I mean, on on my interviews, I've had Josh Balf, I've yeah. had uh, Darren Walsh, and I've had Vix Slayton. Um, yeah, yeah, and and yeah. Uh, uh, Paul Cox as well. Paul Cox is yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. another one. So there's, so there's a lot, and and that must be very, very encouraging for you to watch them grow and watch them develop.
1: I, I, absolutely. Look, I'm, I, I mean, my whole thinking it is that you know the comedy community and everything. Look, at the end of the day, it's a very. Um, I always say that. Look. People can call it maybe a bit cynical about, but what I would say when somebody gets on a stage, it's actually a very noble thing to do. Yeah, because that person dedicated their time to trying to make others laugh. Yeah, and 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 they very much care about what they're saying, even if they're the most deadpan, dead in the head kind of act. They still really care about what they're doing, and the intention is to make people laugh. I think that's wonderful. You know, I think that is absolutely wonderful. So oh, it's I always. The best yeah I always say people are entitled to respect when they're on the stage give them their time let them do their thing um you know and and yeah it's great I love it I love the idea
0: it's brilliant um uh, I I can remember one birdies where um it was so full it was packed out and that's obviously a great sign but the only seat I could have was on stage with you (laughs) <laughs> and and we turned into like this double act it was absolutely hilarious because i kept yeah. to tell the jokes tell the you keep try that one do this and they were loving it and i i could see what it's like from the stage it, it was an extraordinary night and, uh, um uh, you told me uh, my favorite joke can can you remember what it is
1: oh, yes yes yeah yeah <laughs> i haven't said it for months I meetings mean, to are... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can remember it. <laughs> yeah, when, I met, when I met my wife, she was a she was a stunner. Yeah, yeah she worked in a the slaughterhouse. <laughs>
0: there you <laughs> so, go. She
1: worked in a slaughterhouse. That is <laughs> a great joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, looking, I'm, I'm I have, have a new one there on the stage. As I said, look, when I'm emceeing or anything, there's a complete parody for me. Comedy. It's not about the act. It's a group activity.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Parity between the audience because everybody's involved in the creative process. And if you have an audience that are participating and creating and, and receiving this and involved, then you have a great night. If you have an audience that are not engaged, not involved, not creating, then it's dead. So having you in the room because you are, you know, it's a very important hat being an audience member. People forget that. It's very, very important because um, you know, you. You know, when I tell a joke, if I told you a joke now, like that slaughterhouse one, right? When I'm doing a joke, yeah, I, I'm the cause. But then, when you receive it, you become the cause, and I'm waiting for to see what you think about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you're not engaged or you're not there, then it, 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 of course, it falls flat. So, and when you have people who go to a comedy night to be to be an audience, they're very, very valuable. And yeah, uh, yeah that's what I. It's people sometimes forget that the importance Wonderful. of the.
0: Mm -hmm. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. Um, You've supported many a comedian at the start of their comic journey. Yes. What do you think makes a good comedian, and have you got any tips for new comedians starting out?
1: Yeah. What I think is, look, if, if you think yourself, Rich, I mean, you've seen, God knows, you've seen more comedians than anybody I know, okay? But even within those comedians, right, there will be some that communicate to you. Right? Or they strike you, bang.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think when, when you're starting comedy, what you've got to remember, first of all, is that look, first of all, and I always say to new acts when they're going on, have fun when you're out there. Yeah. Have fun because, look, if you look at the whole thing of what you're doing, it is a bit ridiculous, isn't it? You know, the whole thing of just. But, you know, when you see a good comedian, I think what they get is, first of all, they have a point of view. As an individual, they they, they 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 find their being, if you like. Yeah. and what they're being stage, And they know then, they know, right, this is me, this is my point of view, and these are the things that I've observed, okay? And I'm gonna put them across with my shtick. And I think what anybody's starting is to, first of all, remember, when you go on a stage, is that for the first hundred, whatever gigs is you is, you're gonna be just finding your way around the stage. You got lights in your face, you got people looking with expectation, okay? You gotta get over all that. And get to a point where you're confident of, of of you know what you've got to say is funny and will land if it's if you deliver it with the right stick. So you need to record your thing, and then what you need to listen to is that when you you're doing the gig the the, the, the gag is fair enough, but what's the attitude? What's what are you emanating as a, as an individual being if you like on stage when you deliver that gag? And that's what makes it laugh. That's you bang. You know that's the most important. That's why. You that's have fantastic. all your different comedians, you know, that's and, and that, that, that's yeah. yeah, that's the most
0: important thing. Because, um, I mean, I first started watching comedy in the seventies. Where uh, the 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 first comedians we ever saw were Tommy Cooper and Les Dawson, and and, and they found their originality. It, it took them infamously it took them a long time but when they found it they were flying there's a there's an infamous story about les dawson where he's trying mm-hmm. to do his best and make his way in in, in it and uh mm-hmm. he's failing badly and he doesn't know what he's doing and and it, his act finishes and he goes down to the bar for a drink and a bloke taps him on the shoulder and he says um uh um uh, do you mind if I give you a bit of constructive criticism? He says, "No, no, not at all." He says, "I think you crap." <laughs> so he had to get better and better and better. <laughs> but then, but it is it is all about finding your your way your place in the um, comedy world, if you like, and and try and be as original and above all funny as you can. It's a, it's absolutely fascinating.
1: It, it is because what I say is this: is like that each person that gets on stage is an individual. They have their own point of view, their own life experiences, and everything, and they bring their own colour. So you could have two people on stage talking about the same subject, but one guy's managed to look at it from a different angle. He's looked at the at the things that are out because in comedy that's what we're looking for. Yeah. I mean, I used to I used to do the joke about Ned Kelly. I used to say, oh, you know, Ned Kelly is great highway, highway man wasn't he? Folklore guy. I said, yeah, from Australia. What did he do as a disguise? He wore a steel bucket on his head. Okay, but he was the only guy in Australia with a steel pocket on his head. <laughs> so, wasn't <laughs> I...
0: No disguise.
1: <laughs> exactly. So what you're looking at, you're looking for, what's the old pride. And then yeah, what yeah. I find is, don't make that obvious, that's the subtext. And then when the audience find it and they see that old point, they laugh. That's the laugh at.
0: Wonderful. Point. So um, what do you think makes a good compare as opposed to a good comedian?
1: I, I think it's very important for a compare to um, what the, he's the link man okay? but what it's very important he's got to make it safe for the audience to laugh and enjoy themselves and make them feel comfortable and the ex that's what he's got to yeah. do it's not about him it's not about that I think the best the best and he's got to be he's got to genuinely have goodwill. you know I, I I always cringe when I go to a night and I see a compare there who's just picking on somebody in the audience That's me alright it might that's making that person uncomfortable. He's paid yeah, yeah. the guy next door. Why would you do that? Now, do you know who I think has this down to a fine art? James Gill. Yeah. I think James has this down to a fine art. Yeah. He is so respectful of the audience, but has great fun, great energy, yeah. and people because of that.
0: I, I think I uh, when I first went to Always Be Comedy, I sat midway back thinking that my laugh would be enough i was not very confident of myself and my friend yeah. said move to the front row and my world changed he he was ext- he's extraordinary at getting an audience together and getting yeah. the best out of them ready for the acts to come on and I... but then but then i think you're the same as well you're, whenever i see you on stage you're determined To make the audience laugh before an act comes on.
1: (laughs) And that's just wonderful to see. (laughs) My my, my point of view in it is is very straightforward. We're all here. We're all all the same. It's just that I'm I'm up on the stage and I'm posting up ideas, but I need your laughter and contribution as much as me standing there saying it. If you're not there engaged, there's no point me being there. No. So, absolute parity. It's a group event. Yeah. Okay. We're all here for one person to have the crack, all right, to look at things. And I was just summating it to my mind, you know. I, I think that you know um, that that's the thing. And when I go, when people come to comedy, night, my view is, look, like, fuck me, you've travelled here. You might as well have you might as well engage. You know what I mean? You paid the money, and you got a pint that probably cost you a few quid. That's just... the thing.
0: Yeah, that's exactly it. When I yeah. when I go to a comedy night, I'm not here to hear the audience. I'm here to hear the acts and enjoy myself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I think I think what it is is. It's, 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 it's very interesting because you see if you get a lot of acts in an, in an audience, the problem you get is that they're like the cameraman at a football match. He might be a Man United fan, but because he's working, he's not engaged in the match. Yeah. Where you've got somebody who's there as an audience. They're there to participate and contribute. And yeah. they're contributing listening, clapping, and that's where that energy comes from. You know? Brilliant.
0: It's, it, it's so, so good. Um, do you prefer comparing to delivering a routine?
1: Do you know, I, I, I looked at that question, I thought to myself, well, um, you know, I've had great nights comparing. I love comparing, you know, because, it's, it's, it, it, I, you know, I love the warped, I love the, I, I'm, I'm whatever age I am, all right? And, you know, I know a lot Altered. of
0: people
1: But what I love about the fact is that, uh, it, you know, from comparing, yes, you're responsible for the night, and my primary task is make it safe for the audience and, and creative and fun. Yeah. Make and, and I'll tell you something now, and I'll say this to you, right? The pinnacle. The pinnacle for comedy, right, is when you're when you have any act, right, who can get an audience into a point of where they are creating, and he allows them the space to do that. Now you'll see that. Now I had an experience like this once when I was doing the um the, the dog star in Brixton. Yeah, yeah. And I went in and, and and what I'm saying is that it's Tommy Cooper used to do this. What he would do is he would leave so much space that the audience start creating. And when they start creating, they're laughing. God knows what they're laughing at, but it's hysterical because there's all kinds of bang, bang, bang stuff going on. So what the MC is to my view is this, and I've I've, I've taught myself before I go on with Rich, what would I think a good MC? A good MC to me is this. When he's on, you enjoy him because he's fun and he's warm and he's making, bringing the energy up. But when he's gone, you're not missing him.
0: Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really good analogy.
1: You know and the acts want to come on yeah when you've got them laughing my view is if I go and an act hasn't done that well my job is get them laughing bang when they're in the room bring the act on yeah And he goes down the slipway that's his business what he does then
0: yeah and it's and it's so true what you say about Tommy Cooper holding the pause because when we saw him the curtains opened and he's lying on a bed Nothing else is happening. He's just lying on this bed, and one woman in the audience, packed audience, starts laughing and it trickles round, so everybody's laughing. And just at the perfect time, he popped his head up. He went, Whoa, what? Has somebody come on? It was
1: I, I, genius. That, that, that to me, <laughs> you know, that to me is you've spoken. You've spoken word in common. Yeah, that to me was almost like telepathic. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. A yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, and,
0: that, and, that is fascinating. That is fascinating. Um, how do you cope? God forbid if you get any difficult audiences, because I've never seen you with a difficult audience. You're all, You're. You're a very warm, engaging comic and I think this would be yeah. very rare, but have, have you had any instances
1: with them? How would do, you do, cope you. Up with them? Yes, yeah. I'll, I'll put it this way to you, right? The first thing to remember is if you're comparing, you've got somebody who's been difficult.
0: Right.
1: The rest, the, audience, the rest of the audience don't like him. because He might think he's funny, but all he's doing is interrupting the night. Yeah. I'm very, very to the point with them. Like there was a guy in Birdies one night, he was, he was commenting all the time. So I turned around and he was a big blonde guy. I said, I said, I tar. I called him Tor. <laughs> <laughs> he'd, he'd probably like spend hours doing his PhD and all the rest of it. So I said, Tor, Tor. I said, I tell you what, okay, come on, keep commenting. I'll tell you what you do is you fuck off right five minutes and come back up here and get North at the microphone, right? I mean, otherwise shut the fuck up. <laughs> I you know? oh, bet know? he did. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's like uh, you know uh, you know and, and one thing too that say is that but there is a team with start people who start in comedy right? they have this pictures alright yeah. oh I'm going to hand you a picture now i always remember in comedies one night in, in birdies one night there was a girl there and she had, she had a bit too much to drink okay and she was moping off of it but she quietened down after a while and she was fine she was fine I said alright she's, she's back there now she's nice and calm leave her alone of course, the next new act goes straight on, what's he do? Straight tour, and I'm thinking, No, oh, leave no, me. no. But look, th- th- there's always a point in time where you can say to the person, yeah. Look, we don't, you know, it's it, it, you it only becomes an issue if you if you let it be an issue, if you know what I mean. But you can always appeal to people's senses, yeah, yeah. and quick about what's going on. But yeah, other than that, you know, um, I remember years ago, I mean, kind of, the other alternative is that i is is uh, I was doing a gig with uh, up in uh, St. Albans, yeah. and I came out. And what happened was I had the microphone, and and I put the microphone on, and next thing the, the lead fell out on the ground, and I went, "Oh fucking hell!" And I put the lead in, right? and next thing this guy this guy goes, potato like that, right? <laughs> so I, I, I picked up the microphone and I just went, "Right, who the fuck said potato <laughs> And no, fucking, oh no, five, five of these guys in the front, and he did, he did, he did, <laughs> and I, and all I did was rip into this guy for a few minutes, and he came up after me. <laughs> afterwards and they loved it they loved it yeah yeah, yeah 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 such a legend so that what so what you've
0: done is turn around the atmosphere yeah. to make it good and mm. that and that's mm. that's what a compare you does it in, you
1: know? use it and spin it back on them yeah you know? yeah, yeah, yeah yeah if you can do that, that that dissipates the thing you know
0: yeah what I what I love about you as a compare as well is that you um, will tell a joke and if you don't think it's funny, you'll tell another and another and another and another until people are laughing. Do you have a way? Do you have a way of remembering them all, or do they just come to mind and you tell them?
1: <laughs> oh, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, generally, if I'm doing a set, you know, it'll be themed, like my family, my wife, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. I yeah. can remember, that. and of course, you know, you practice the jokes, walk around yeah. saying, you know, and all the rest, but. Um, but uh, yes, what I do is my general philosophy is this: is that like people learn about doing great jokes and delivery. But what, it's like boxing; you got to look where's your real weakness. Your real weakness is if the joke doesn't work. Never mind the time you're fucking surfing the wave, man. <laughs> right when you, what's your comeback? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What well, I do something like this. What I do is I go tell a joke like uh, I go tell a joke like you know, nuclear arms. Not much point unless you do the legs as well. <laughs> 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 I haven't heard that. <laughs> no, If they didn't, didn't get that great a reaction, and I got a small one, right? I say something. Like, now we're up and running. <laughs> yeah, running yeah, running. yeah,
0: yeah. And so you,
1: break them, you break that tension. You break that. Yeah, 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 And people engage. You know, they go. They go. Look, this guy's like. You know what I mean? So, so Excellent. that's what I found. But if you look at top pros that's what a top pro will do they'll persevere yeah yeah and, and they'll control the audience bang yeah. bang bang you yeah. know anthony Newton? you know anthony very well don't you know that anthony does the keyboards and the music oh yeah 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 anthony, anthony told me a thing years ago which has always stuck my head he said a really good comedian is a nose ahead of the audience yeah that's very true because he's just controlling them. Look at this, bang, look at that, bang. They're controlling and, you know,
0: the room, aren't they? They feel as yeah. though, right, I'm here, I'm going to, you're going to your listen attention. to what I'm going to say. And yeah, here's your
1: here, Direct your attention at that, good, bang, yeah. thank you, bang, thank you. And you watch the really good ones, they have that down to a tee. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Um To date, what has been your comedy highlight
1: for me, I was just thinking about that. I've done loads and loads of great gigs, had loads and loads of fun, right? But for me personally, I, I, it's not really, it wasn't a comedy gig. Well, it, it, my, my father died in in, uh, in 2019, okay? Oh, man. I, I, I had to, no, that's fine. I had to do a, um, his speech at the funeral, right? Right. And it's yeah. Because he had such a great sense of humour, for me, the pinnacle of my comedy was to, to go into the church and actually um, tell stories about him and what have you, in the tone of voice had. He was quite irreverent. He used to go to mass and everything, but he was quite irreverent, you know, and he was he was a great character, full of life, bang, bang, bang. But I'll tell you i tell you quickly one story, right? I used to work when I started off as a quantity surveyor, which is what I started in a small office and I used to work with a guy called Ian. Now, my old man he used to occasionally go on these DIY excursions, God knows why, right? He's terrible at it. But we went down to this DIY center and I was sitting outside in the sun, and next thing Ian comes out with his wife and he goes over to me. He says, "Uh, I've just had the strangest experience of my life. I said, well, what's that? He said, I was standing in the queue holding a pair of louver doors for my cupboard. For a cupboard, louver doors, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, With the doors. He said, as I was standing there, this guy came up, he opened the door, stepped through it, closed it, and kept walking. (laughs) So (laughs) so he's walking, walked through and kept going. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I said, oh, God, must be right on the and he turned around and said, That's the guy over there. I said, Oh, no, that's my old man. My <laughs> <guy."> <laughs> oh, brilliant. He said, Yeah, he said the door just appeared. So he just opened through <laughs> it. <laughs> but that's but the... look, that was a highlight. I mean, that, that was a but for, in terms of comedy. It was probably doing Hayden Live in the Edinburgh Fest. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. that was gladiatorial, and I wasn't doing gags. I had to go out and do this thing out of the bucket, and I won the heat. And, and, and for me, uh, you know i'm, I'm all, i do gags but you know that to me tested my ability to do like observational stuff on the spot yeah you know, yeah, yeah, you, yeah
0: yeah
1: and wow. so for that that was fantastic to do that
0: it's um similar story when 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 my dad passed on he used to love the fact i would go and see all the comedians and one yeah. of my one of my favorites was one of his favorites was barry Cryer. And oh I, yes I, and, and, I'm, and that man just with uh, he's, he's a gag machine and he's written for everybody and um I, I met him at the edinburgh festival one year just after my dad had died and um i said um uh, i'd just like to say to you thank you very much for all the jokes because my, one of my favorite uh, one of my dad's favorite jokes was this and i told him the joke and he shook my hand and he said and he said oh mate he said i'm really sorry of your dad's passing i said thank you very much he said but i'm so pleased my jokes travel <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. Absolutely,
1: Absolutely. <laughs> and, and,
0: and and that's the magic of it, you know. He, he um, if you if you've got the ability to do it, do it because it's 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 yeah. just the most wonderful thing. Let's let's move on very quickly to Edinburgh. I mean, I I go to the Edinburgh Fringe every year. Um yes. and it's my holiday. I go there and I see about fifty shows. I yeah. need holiday by the time I come back, but I go there for a week. And uh, I absolutely love it. Um, Have you been regularly? You say you were in Hayton live. Do you do you go when you can? Um, Because I've never seen you there, and
1: I'd like to. uh, I'd like to you. Exactly, Richard. With me, all right? um, I've gone to Edinburgh once. Oh, shame. Brilliant! Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody part timer. <playing laughs> no, <that>. no, no. <laughs> no, we'll make I a point again and go uh, going
0: yeah, again. So. I, will, I
1: will definitely go again. It was, it was wonderful. I mean, it was wonderful. Oh, I went on yeah. and I saw some shows as well, and I went as an audience member, yeah, and I, as well. Uh, and I did little shows, and I did the Hate and Live thing, and that was fantastic fun and what have you. Um, and and um, I think, I think particularly if somebody's starting out in comedy and, and they want to make a career for themselves they've got to really, they have a platform there to show their voice and what have you and show yeah, what they're, what yeah. the color so, yeah for me because of the pressures of work and everything, I, 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 the option of me taking a week or, or not taking a week, but taking a month off, um, we just wasn't there. And I think to be honest with you, um, for, for me to like go for a week or something, I, I need to develop a show. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, didn't, I might do a show sometime for a half an hour, but do you know what I said to people? I said 20 minutes, Twenty minutes in my view of comedy, right? I used to do a thing down the Cavendish Arms right I used to go on and do a minute, right? Bang, bang, jokes, bang, 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 bang. And then I'd leave after a minute. Now oh, everybody in the audience is thinking, fuck that guy's brilliant. <laughs> oh, and then, you know, there's an old adage in the in the in, in the show business, leave him laughing, mate. If you've yeah, done yeah. a minute, we'll <laughs> really go to the minute too. Get off. <laughs> wow. i be,
0: bet it was Ooh, an amazing buddy.
1: minute. <laughs> you know, it's good fun, it's good fun, but I think for me personally, half an hour for me, um, uh, and that'll be enough. Yeah. I think the audience will yeah, yeah. be enough, is enough. And, and and because you know what I noticed is some people do an hour, right? They're fine, you can see their club, club comics, they, they're okay for 45 minutes, but they come into the last 15 minutes, and you can notice there's a dip.
0: Yeah,
1: because they're not used to doing it. It's all about rhythm, to my mind.
0: Well, I always make a point in Edinburgh of seeing Darren Walsh because I love the visual puns. And he he goes for about 45 minutes. Um, in 2019, I saw Josh Balf, his solo show, Boy, which was about 35 minutes. Yeah. And um, if if the Fringe had happened in 2020, Vic Slayton was going to go up with the first show and I was all ready to go and spot her. So... Um, you know, it's great that they've developed as we've been talking about and they're all ready to go again. Um, I yeah. saw I saw Paul Cox at the Brighton Fringe um, yeah, yeah. do his hour long show and he was just yeah, yeah. effortless, you know. So so um yeah, I think I I mean you would be amazing there. I would I would get everybody because I go I go there with a lot of my friends and they would absolutely love you that that, (laughs) believe me they would so so when you announce that you're gonna do it do let me know Um, definitely uh we're all living in strange times it's very very weird all this um uh lockdown and all the rest of it Um, yeah have you done any online gigs how have you found them as opposed to live gigs some comedians don't do them at all some have done a lot yeah, what's with you um,
1: I, I, I've, I, I've only done very little to be honest I did some yeah. stuff for the Cavendish Sharms, and I was doing like minute sessions and gags and things Yeah, the thing, the thing that's missing for me on on, on uh, uh, internet gigs and listen don't get me wrong uh, look if, if uh, other people have different views if they go online and they work for them fantastic you know and maybe they'd work for me as well I just haven't put myself out there looking yeah. for gigs yeah. to be honest but um, what I find it odd is that you know you're doing the gig and on you, you, you don't have that instantaneous clang, you know, that it's energy talking that creates. <laughs> and sometimes your face is on the screen. So you're like, <laughs> you're doing it into the mirror. And you're going, like, oh, fuck, you know, get off this. <laughs> and people it's like, you know. So what I'm saying is this is that look, I can understand from a professional comedian's point of view, you know, if, if they're going online. And what I don't know, you see, see, I'm looking from a comics perspective. Yeah. I'd be interested to see from from an audience perspective what do you think of them because you sat through a lot of them well do you think um, of them? uh when when w-
0: the first ones i went to had absolutely no audio so uh, I, I was sitting there laughing out loud, looking at four white walls in this room, expecting to be taken away. There was neighbours sure. banging on the windows, you know, what's going on? <laughs> but when, when they opened up the audio, it works. Um, uh, yeah. And and for me, um, uh, I I always say to folk, you, you need something more than routine. And for me, it's stand-up comedy, obviously, with the blog and, and going to the shows and everything. So for me, it's an absolute godsend. But mm-hmm. having said that, you can't be live. You never know what's going to happen in a live atmosphere. I miss yeah, yeah. going out, having a beer on a Saturday night, and then a comedy show and and chatting yeah. to them all. And but but. Mm. Um, you know you've got really good comedy shows in particular always be comedy online yeah. as we said yeah. before but also happy mondays comedy with sean james and return of the crew is it return of the crack i oh, i got yeah. that word I'm- wrong it's it's because oh, yeah, it, yeah. it, i'm not irish it's crack uh, Return of the Crack <laughs> with Jarlath <laughs> Regan on a Friday night is also fantastic. Yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, they are there and thank God they're there because they do do very good shows and the com- and they get very good comedians.
1: But, yeah, yeah.
0: But I'm missing the live the, the live scene. I really am, you know. Sure,
1: you know, it's interesting because, I mean, what well, would be interesting to ask you a question, Rich, because um, you know when you go to a comedy show uh, and, and, and you come over at the end of the night what what do you feel internally that you have gained from that, or or what does it do for you? What 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 ignites well, your interest?
0: Yeah, my own, my only answer to that is, um, I went to in order to write the blog. I went to um, the Amused Moose half day uh, writing course, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I went with a load of other people who were who wanted to be reviewers. And she came to me and she said to me, "Um, why are you here? And I said, well, I believe I'm not a reviewer. I'm not a diarist. I'm not a reporter. What I am is a member of the audience out for a good time. And therefore, my blog is an enthuse. It's a celebration, as I said earlier. And that's what it is. Whenever I go, I am determined to enjoy myself. And I am extremely polite if I'm not laughing out loud at comedians I sit there I listen I try and analyze why they're not why I don't because comedy is very very subjective of course so another thing is that I'm very good at um uh if you wanted to go and see a a comedy night a bit on a bill of comedians I could pick those comedians for you and I'm sure you would have a great time but um, yeah. uh, so, and that's just purely through seeing all of them. So for yeah. the, over the last years, but I just have the time of my life, and it, it, it it's made me a better person. It's it's made me more confident. It's made yeah. me more enthusiastic for life. You know, yeah. they, it it is just atomic for me, and I and I can't get enough of it. Yeah,
1: you know, uh, that's fantastic. You know, listening to you, that's a, you know when we started, I was talking about the therapeutic of laugh, the value of laughter. Yeah, and that it is and I always say to him, "How would you say?" I think any any piece of work, if it gives people any art piece, if it gives people hope at the end.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you them, can, them. I mean, you can divide
0: the comedians obviously into different areas. You've got jokers, pun tellers, storytellers, nut cases who are just mad. <laughs> um, uh, <That's> <laughs> but but you've also got. um the, the other, the next degree, Sorry, you your, pe- your people like Morecambe and Wise, Les Dawson, Tommy Cooper, even Peter Kay, who, he just twiddles his glasses or his fez and he's funny, and and you think, my God, how did you, how can you do that, you know? Because, um, I look at them all as they walk out, and they've got one minute to get an audience to make them yeah. laugh, and. Yeah. Um, uh, that's magical and that's like that to me is heroic because because they're doing all they're doing is good it's just such a positive vibe
1: absolutely absolutely and I think that's the wonderful thing about it at the end of the day and I, yeah. I think that no, what the world has been through I think the role of comedians and laughter yeah. and things can't be underestimated or undervalued it's very important you know?
0: exactly mate exactly Um who are your favorite comedians past and present
1: okay I mean I was thinking about this right past I'd have to harp back one of my favourite comedians all that was W.C. Fields oh I nice the what a world. legend <laughs> absolutely love his timing I love his attitude I just love him I love the guy alright and um, uh, you know the Marx Brothers obviously you know um, like going back and then moving up into, you know you got to like Richard Pryor. Oh, yeah, the yeah, one, yeah. The one that really gets me about Richard Pryor. I love that one when he talks about the two guys hunting the bears. Yeah. <laughs> and I go to the guy it's the gun. The guy's gone, what gun? And I love Richard Pryor and, and, and in his movies as well with Gene yeah, Wilder. Yeah, 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 Obviously, Brilliant. the likes of um, uh, Billy Connolly brilliant narrative fantastic creative nar- narrative You just brilliant. take a word and he's away you know he's extraordinary he's his head, you know really yeah. creative Dave Allen I think oh, Dave right. Allen was a brilliant dry wit observant comedian uh, and I always say to people if you want to do narrative style observant have a look at some Dave Allen videos uh, you know just say, brilliant his timing was brilliant There's a uh, set, Eddie, I it, love Eddie I love one of my favourite things is the Dick Bar Canteen brilliant <laughs> Brilliant! I love that. the love that. the um,
0: one of the one uh, one of the sections in my blog is called "The Ones That Got Away," and yeah. I, and I've listed twenty five comedians who I would have loved to have seen, but have yeah. either passed on or been able to see. And up there is Dave Allen. I would have yeah. loved to have seen him live. He would yeah, have been, oh, he was he mm. was just one of the best, one of the greatest.
1: Um, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But more modern would be the likes of Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. I think it was very, very kind of surreal comedy. And then the modern guys like Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, and all that. Yeah. I put it this way, um, my my view. And um, you know, you know, I really like his writing and stuff. As Dane Baptiste, I think Dane's yeah, a great really writer. Did. Very very linear. I always said to me, he's got a great linear style of writing. It goes straight through. Yeah. And um, you know, so just you know, there's so many people that I enjoy watching. I can even see somebody for five minutes. Oh, man, that's really good. Yeah. You know, they're really yeah. good. You know, I'd say.
0: And that's the magic, as I said earlier, of watching them develop. You know, you've found this new talent, and I mean, I I can remember I first saw Peter Kay in yeah. a room of five comedians, and yeah. and he was fourth on the bill, and I laughed so hard I missed the fifth act. I was still <laughs> laughing. And I said, I said to my mate, I said he's going to be a superstar. Amazing,
1: um, you know, I mean, I, I went to um, John Kearns, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, we went to John Kearns' preview. There was only a few of us in the room, but I was laughing so much at John. John was at this front, and he turned over to me one point, and he said, You have to stop laughing, he says. <laughs> I think you're absolutely brilliant. I just oh, said great. Like,
0: it, laughter is a wonderful, wonderful thing. I... Um, there's a there's a very famous stuff sorry for me where um, we were on holiday in Torquay when I was ten and uh, yeah. my mum and dad took me to see Tom O'Connor at painter mm-hmm. and I used to love Tom O'Connor I love all that Tarby and Bruce Forsyth and all the rest of it mm-hmm. and uh, um, I laughed so hard at one of Tom O'Connor's jokes that a I discovered my laugh. And B, it floored him because he didn't know what to do next. <laughs> <laughs> he was sort of like taken aback, that I was laughing so hard. So <laughs> I'll be That's eternally you. grateful to him.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> it's brilliant. Absolutely here,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, like me, do you go to a lot of comedy gigs as a member of the audience? When I mm-hmm. when I, when I first saw you. Um, you were—I uh, always remember—I was with my mate John Bolton, who became a comedian, and he and he went through um, birdies and everything. And, and and we came up and said hello. You were having your dinner, but you had a little notebook, sort of like keeping an eye on the acts and stuff. It's that I found that fascinating.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think what I was doing sometime. I think um, what I was doing—we were probably putting together the night of birdies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what we were probably looking at is, um Looking at which acts, I think would would be good to have on the bill because what you want to do is when you've got a new act night, you need to have, be careful. You need to balance. with You'll have know, brand new fledglings out of the nest, but you need guys who know the cut of their jib already. They've got five minutes. And I always say to a new act, get your five minutes down and then springboard from there. Don't keep writing and writing and writing and writing. If you get a, go, a joke that works in your first 50 gigs, put it in your back pocket and fucking use it. You know? Yeah, yeah. And we'll have it. But uh, so. Yeah, and, and uh, what I would do is, um, um, I generally, I haven't been going to that many, obviously, for the last year, we've had no gigs, but no. if I go to a gig and I'm not performing, or I'm not MCing, I'm totally like you, I'm there as an audience person, I'm not critically analysing the act, or, or looking at them, I'm there, i say, okay, I'm here, but that night with John cairns right? I'm serious, I thought I was going to get thrown out for laughing too much. <laughs> And so um, and 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 I'm a great believer. I'll always watch acts and I'll support acts yes. And if I'm if I'm not emceeing or if I'm not on stage, I'm an audience member. But um, what I will do is um, and I do enjoy watching. If I'm ever on bills, but as a professional, like one of the best sets I've seen in recent times and one of the fav- my favorite comedians is Carey Marks. Oh, he's I brilliant. saw him. Do, I saw him doing a set down in um, uh, where Rygate. I, I was doing this gig with Ed Jackson, and I was I did the first ten. And Kerry was the headline, and I'm not calling it. There was a woman in there. They had to take her out because she was. <laughs> in the floor. And and you know what was brilliant? The whole place. I was saying to myself, this guy isn't he is good, He's anybody good. Incredible act. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. I was talking to another really low-key guy, but Jesus, we were all just laughing. You know? Brilliant.
0: And, um, that, so- and that is summing up. That is the magic of it. You know, if you if you come across. Somebody who has made you laugh so much where's the wrong in that you know it's all positive
1: absolutely and he was yeah. brilliant yeah and I always I love I love watching acts I love watching acts that are more experienced to me top pros and things I love watching guys who are starting on yeah I the whole gamut because I think you can always learn as an act that's why it's good at birdies we have a mix of more experienced and new acts because they can yeah. see what the other guys are doing and that's how you learn. What
0: I what I love about Birdies is exactly that because Jimmy Bird is a established comic, so yeah. especially when he wants to get up and do ten minutes, yeah. then that's just brilliant because you're he's he's helping out all the wannabes as well who get up and do the five minutes. It's it yeah. it's a it's a no brainer. It's just a win win. It's it's uh-huh. it's wonderful what you all do at Birdies. I can't. I, I can't thank you enough for the nights that I've had, that I've enjoyed so much. And all my friends have said we that was fantastic. That was s- such a good idea. I know they're all over London all the free comedy nights, but it is. That's why I keep coming back to it.
1: It's such a great night. Well, I'm I'm so glad to hear that from you. Who like is a, in my view one of the most knowledgeable people in comedy because you you've such a passion and love it. So it's great to hear that and. You know, I just want to put the message out there that as soon as it is safe to do so and, and things are back, um, and what have you now, Birdies will be back. I'll be Great. there. Uh, well, Alpha mm-hmm. One will be there, my friend, <laughs> we'll definitely. Um, yeah.
0: Thank you very much for those words as well. Um, uh, just before we go, is there anything else you would like to say? Have you got any uh, online gigs coming up? What's, what? Where can people find you on social media? Are you doing any mm-hmm. writing?
1: I'm, I'm 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 like a ghost, right? Um, you know, I don't do <laughs> uh, <A> comedy ghost. <laughs> because people have come up to me and they they've seen me do some gags and say, "Oh, can we follow you on Twitter and all the rest?" of it. Um, I tried doing Twitter and I tried. Um, I used to do all the drawings. Remember with the uh, with the yeah, jokes? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I loved that. I absolutely loved it, and I encouraged you to
1: keep doing it. I know, and do you know? i have a funny, funny, thing, funny thing with me, Rich. Is that i hadn't drawn for years and years and years right but then during this pandemic it kind of got boring and i thought well let's put a few of the jokes together in, 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 with drawings and like some of the drawings are, are they're not proper right you know i'm not a proper artist and all the rest of it but that's part of the comedy of it, yeah you know? yeah yeah of course yeah <laughs> but um so what i what i'm going to be doing in, in the future is obviously when things open up we get back and doing birdies and things and for me personally um, I've got to really look, um, try to look more at like the, the the internet and and getting stuff out there and gags and stuff because I've got like God knows how many gags. I'm not organised like Darren. I saw the, the the interview with Darren where he's got like his Excel spreadsheet or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what I've got for the comedians. Yeah, yeah. I've got books in plastic bags. I've got like fucking I don't know how many. You know. <laughs> well, if you if you've got loads of jokes, there's a book you know indeed but uh, it's it's like i, I you know I, I, I should I'm terrible at admin I'm a typical <laughs> I'm, I'm, really, I'm really having shit at admin a, I, there's I, an I, addition I, I, you know, it's like I've got jokes everywhere scenes yeah, like yeah, to,
0: yeah
1: more get into to, to writing sketch scenes and stuff like that and what have you
0: well I for um, one will buy that book I'm telling you now I think I think you're a very, very funny man. I also think you're like me as a, a very supportive person in comedy the The, the amount of acts that uh, um, look up to you and and uh, um, uh, respect you is extraordinary, certainly starting out. And, and uh, all I can say is thank you so much for your time today. I've thoroughly enjoyed talking to you. I could talk to you all day, Brendan.
1: Absolutely well. You know me and talking, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> all the very best to you and thank you so much. I, 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 thank you for having me on. It was a great honour. And as I say, you're a great friend. But we'd be delighted to see you back at parties again. Thank you so much.